Hello everybody and welcome to uh, this episode of Frosty Thoughts in continuation with my uh, Star Wars Quarantine Marathon. Uh, we've reached the second episode of the series, which is Attack the Clones. Um, we're going in chronological order, uh, for those of you that don't know. So, Attack the Clones is the second episode. Um, came out in 2002. It stars uh, uh, returning uh, cast members from the first one, such as Natalie Portman, Ewan McGregor, and Samuel Jackson. And then we have some new people to the cast, um, such as Hayden Christensen and Christopher Lee. And so let's get kind of down to the brass tacks of it. This is my uh, least favorite Star Wars film. It's definitely not bad, but this one, and I'll get into more specific reasons, that's the <laughs> purpose of, of a review, but... This one is forgettable. It is... I mean, nothing just really sticks to you. I... I don't feel much different after seeing it. Anyways... So, it has a lot... It has some very similar qualities to the first one. Um, we kind of get too much crammed down our throat about the new Star Wars universe, or the one that was already existing, at least. And it can be a little hard to take in. Um, I do like the premise more of this one. Well, when you go more deeply into it, it's more interesting. But on a surface level, it can either be confusing and convoluted or just not make sense. Essentially, um, many systems are breaking away from the rule of the Galactic Republic making, uh, saying that they should govern themselves, and, uh, uh, it looks like they're going kind of for a civil war. And that's kind of the main plot of this one. Um, maybe a couple good things before I kind of start to tear into what I dislike. Um, I felt that overall the action scenes were better. Uh, I definitely remember more of them than I do from uh, the uh, Phantom Menace, as far as kind of overall their appeal. Um, we kind of get a more in-depth look at the Jedi Order and how they deal with things, and that's neat. And that's kind of it. I have something... Oh, right. Uh, Ewan McGregor is still the best actor in this one, and I found his story thread, not that he has an arc or anything, no, lord forbid, these are the first two uh, Star Wars prequels, people don't have arcs, um, his kind of story thread was neat, he kind of plays Jedi detective after he's trying to track down an assassin, and it's kind of neat to see him do all these things, and I kind of wish that we could focus more on that, or got a spin-off movie or something to that effect. So let's kind of get into what I, um, what I, uh, what, what, um, things that I kind of did like and didn't like. 
So some scenes, especially one in particular, there's a chase scene involving kind of space cars through the plant, the planet or the city planet of Coruscant. And it looks neat until you realize this is a Star Wars film. It almost has a very Blade Runner feel to it. Um, and it just, it weirdly doesn't feel like Star Wars. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean it doesn't feel like the original three. I just mean it doesn't feel like it belongs in the world of Star Wars. And there are a fair amount of kind of uh, action scenes, or just scenes in general that feel like they're from other sci-fi films, or they're just not well suited to the Star Wars universe. The other thing I um, kind of liked, actually, kind of liked and disliked, is I'm going to talk about Hayden Christensen, most likely one of the most controversial uh, aspects of the prequels when they're brought up. Um, a lot of people kind of hammer on him for bad line delivery and having both memeable and laughable qualities um, to his lines and acting. And while I won't deny that, I will say this in his defense. A lot of the writing that goes towards his character, especially in this one, is trying to be romantic. And uh, George Lucas is not a great writer at romance. I, I don't really watch many romantic movies, so I can't think of another director that does it better, but it's, it's just not great here. Um, Hayden Christensen, I would say, is definitely an improvement from Jake Lloyd over everything. And um, I will say, honestly, if you had Ewan McGregor or someone else, one of the more kind of experienced actors, I don't think they could have handled those lines well. I think people kind of placed the blame on the wrong person. It was Lucas's writing. Um, what I do think Hayden Christensen is is a great physical actor and i know not many people kind of know what that is but physically acting is how you portray the character physically how do they walk how do they carry themselves how do they gesture when they're talking um, what are their facial movements like a lot of this can kind of go missed by if you're not really uh paying attention to it and the scenes where Hayden Christensen doesn't have any dialogue and he's just purely physically acting, he's really good at that. The, so there's a scene where after returning to his home planet to find that his mother has been uh, captured by sand people, he holds his mother's corpse in his arms and he looks up slowly and you see this kind of this blur of emotion on his face of fear and anger and hate ultimately dissolving into rage and then he massacres the village and that was a very powerful scene because they didn't have him talking I, I'm not going to say all of his lines are bad I don't Many, very few actors can get every line bad. But he, 
he delivers great on that aspect of it. I will defend him there. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the time and I'm just realizing I don't have as much to say about this one as I do Phantom Menace. I mean, even though I said the action is better overall, n not one of the scenes kind of matches the Duel of the Fates scene. Um, I mean, the only ones that come close are, are, is, a uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting, uh, Count Dooku and, uh, Yoda fighting Count Dooku, but not, not terribly close. Um, yeah, I definitely, I always put this at the bottom of, of my list, um, Phantom Menace just has a couple more scenes going for it that I will always remember, and always think to myself, that was really cool. Ergo, Duel of the Fates. So, like the film before it, I give um, Attack of the Clones a 5 out of 10 for mediocre. Again, not a great film, not, well, not, not a good film, not a bad film. It exists in its own little happy middle medium world. It's just forgettable. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Hope you're enjoying the kind of Star Wars continuation. Um, I'm going through and watching all 11. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And thank you.